Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and today's episode is a life update for you all. It has been so long since I've given you all a proper, full-body, holistic life update of my life, and so today's the day. I wanted to fill you all in because I have a big shift in my life just about to happen. So I wanted to record this episode to capture everything I've learned while I've been traveling overseas over the past five months and also just fill you in on what's going on. So as I record this episode, I am currently based in Sayulita in Mexico. It's the third time I have been back here since July of 2021. And this most recent trip, I've been here for about six weeks, I believe. I love Salulita. I highly recommend you check out this beautiful place. It is like my second home. I love it so much. And it's the third time I've been here since I first arrived in July 2021. I came here not knowing anything about Salulita and just trusting the call. Uh, my friend had invited me to join her travels here. She loved the place so much and I wanted to go to Mexico and I didn't know where to go. So when I got that invitation, I just knew it was the exact right aligned opportunity for me. And so I decided to leave Australia. Uh, I left during lockdown. I received an exemption to travel because we weren't allowed to travel from Australia at that time. I had to get permission from the government and I received that permission from the government. And so many people asked me how I did that. I simply asked and I was very clear on what my intention was and everything just flowed in the most magical ways, even though there were like many obstacles to face in order to get overseas. But it happened for me. So I was meant to be here in some way. And looking back, it's really easy to see that I was meant to be here because I found a place in the world that I really feel is a second home. I love, 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 love Salulita. So I had thought uh, coming back here for the third time that I would probably end up trying to find a place to stay here on a more long-term basis. However, after traveling for most of this year, I was traveling in Australia and then I've been traveling for five months overseas. There was a curveball thrown my way. I was doing an exercise journaling on where I wanted to be in April of next year And I was really, really surprised to find that travel wasn't on the list and nor was living anywhere overseas. There were no places that I actually felt called to live except for Sydney. I had the call to return back to Sydney for a while, maybe like a year, who knows, (laughs) and to build a home to finally meet the pets that I've been dying to meet and have in my life and to organize my wedding. Lou and I have been engaged since 2016. We got engaged in France um, in Monet's garden. For those of you who know the artist Monet, he is one of my most favorite artists. I love impressionism. It's my favorite kind of work. Uh, When I was in primary school, probably about eight years old, 
I was introduced to Van Gogh and I absolutely loved learning about Van Gogh. I studied um, his life and I loved his artwork. It just always really spoke to me. I could really feel the emotion behind it and it really captivated my attention that he had never lived to see or know his value or to know how people appreciated him because his he was a struggling and poor artist for his life uh, and his artwork became really, really valuable and well-known and he achieved notoriety uh, after, he, after he died. And that really struck me as a very small child um, to really know your value in this lifetime because uh, that was quite sad to see an example of someone who couldn't see that and then to see just how, first of all, expensive his artwork is and to be able to walk into museums and have a whole crowd around his artwork. It was just like, wow to me. But the biggest piece that struck me was that emotion. And it was the same then when I was introduced to Monet. I just loved how you could stand up close and everything was such a mess, but then move back and have that perspective. I also adore the color palette that Monet uses. And I've always just been so, so called to his uh, water lily um, garden in France. And so it was so beautiful. We were going to check out his garden one day and in that water lily garden is where Lou, my partner, ended up proposing to me. And that was back in 2016. Now at that stage, we'd been together for five years. So since then, we've been together for 10 years. And because we were living overseas in London at the time, we thought we were only going to be there for a couple of years. We ended up staying for four years. We had always decided that we would... uh, organize our wedding once we're back in Sydney. So in 2019, when we moved back to Sydney, we then decided to move to Cambodia. And then we returned from Cambodia uh, to be in lockdown in Sydney. So we haven't really had the opportunity to organize our wedding uh, until now. And now feels like the right time And it only feels like the right time because I also gave myself this gift of travel. One of the things that I was really struggling with with being in Sydney as it wasn't a place that I wanted to stay um, or to live at that time was that one of the things I really wanted to do was travel overseas and to live in a place for a couple of months or a couple of weeks and then move to the next place that I felt called and to really follow my intuition with that. And I was really struggling with the fact that I had set up my life so that I could live in this way. And although I've done a lot of travel um, in London, it was so amazing because it was our base and then we got to travel all the time. I traveled at least once a month to another country. It was incredible. I loved, loved, loved the lifestyle I had in uh, London. But I still had always wanted to have this experience of traveling long term uh, without having a base and seeing what that was like for myself. So when I got to the point of thinking about really setting down more roots in a place and not being able to have that experience because of COVID, but also because my partner wasn't feeling called to that experience, I went through a deep depression, um, a soul depression, I call it, where I really felt like I was – giving up on something really important for myself. And it was hard because I thought, well, this is the first time my partner and I have not had 
not been on the same page in terms of our desires. So we've been exploring that for the past 18 months. What does that mean for us? What does it mean for our relationship? And uh, so it's been a really, really important journey that we've had together. And it's been so beautiful for me to see that even though I've been traveling by myself for most of the year, this experience has one brought us closer together um, in terms of our relationship and also our understanding of each other. And two, it's made me feel so full up in what I'm able to now give to the relationship. And now I feel ready for this next chapter. Chapter. I feel I want it and it's the perfect time for it. And of course, this is right when everything's opening up again um, in terms of travel and uh, what life is like in Australia. So I want to talk more about what I've learned from this experience with you all. Um, and But first of all, I want to mention that even though I had this very clear call to go back to Sydney to build a home there, um, to introduce these beautiful pets into my life, which of course is a long-term commitment, um, and to have this experience uh, of organizing our wedding, which I'm really seeing as a big ritual and celebration of our love. Even though I have all of this expansion, excitement, and a clear knowing and call in my body, now that I'm just days away from going back to Sydney, it feels scary AF again. And this is the exact <laughs> cycle that I went through before I uh, came overseas and, and went to Salulita. So I knew it was the right thing. It seemed like it was wild. And in, and in terms of me returning to Sydney, that feels wild to me because I really was like, I'm never coming back to Sydney. I don't ever want to come back here again. I want to be as far away from here as possible because I'd felt so happy, unhappy during my time there. So when I had the call to go to Salulita, it was really clear. I knew I wanted to go there. I knew it was right. And then even though I had all of this flow, all of the, all of these, there were all of these obstacles, but I kept having the uh, possibilities presented to me to overcome those obstacles. And so I knew there was also flow from the universe. And then just days uh, before leaving, I was really questioning, is this really right? What am I doing? It felt super, super scary. I, <laughs> I was so scared about coming to Mexico because of all of the propaganda out there. And this is the same cycle that I'm going through right now with my return to Sydney. And so I think it's beautiful just to talk about that because this is the cycle that we all go through when we're up-leveling in some way and it's normal. So if you have those experiences, it can also happen when you're investing in something like every time I invest in working with a coach or bringing on a new team member or uh, up-leveling in some way in my life or my business, I feel I have that knowing, yes, this is right. And then the questioning will come in after that. And so just knowing that this is part of the process has really helped me. Like this time I'm not responding to that fear. I just know this is exactly what happens and um, and I'm still moving forward and everything's all right and I'm safe. And even if there were to be some curveball right before I left, for instance, one of the things that could happen is Australia could change their uh, entry requirements and I could have to do a quarantine. And in that case, I probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't go back uh, yet. 
And I know that if that were to happen, I would be okay, that life is always supporting me and that it's just leading me in the right direction. And so there's nothing to be afraid of. So that's a really, really beautiful lesson. And I can tell you that from being on the other side of the experience I've just recently had of traveling all over the world for the past five months. Everything worked out. I was definitely meant to be here. And it's been so beautiful because we've just had the most recent eclipse after the new moon. And that uh, eclipse is about whatever was started in May of 2020 has just come to a close. So it was incredible for me to see in May of 2020, this is when I was really deep in my soul depression, really, really wanting to travel overseas, really, really feeling like, okay, when am I going to do it? Like uh, being deeply unhappy with the fact that I couldn't, or I believed I couldn't because of the global situation. And then being in Salulita, for a third time with my friend who invited me and reflecting on that whole journey and seeing how all of it was so important for my own growth and development Uh, and then being ready to step into a new volume of my life and um, knowing that that new volume involves Sydney. And I don't know, maybe I won't be there for 12 months. Maybe I'll be there for longer. Maybe I'll be there for shorter. I don't know. But all I know is that this is the right next step for me. And so I'm taking those steps in trust, knowing that I'll be supported every step of the way. And I will have that knowing one step at a time about what is the best next step for me. So if anybody needs that reminder, there you go. Everything always works out. Trust yourself and your path and trust the next step you're being called on because you can never have the full path, but it will be presented to you at the perfect time. So what I've learned from this experience, uh, first of all, I'm really just focusing here now on travel itself, but also following the call, whatever that next, next step is for you. So travel and this trip has allowed me to learn so much about myself. What I love about travel is it really allows myself to explore myself from a new angle. So I love using uh, travel as a tool for self-discovery. I love pulling myself out of my environment in order to see myself more clearly, in order to discover a new layer of myself. And because it allows you to shift your identity. Environment does pull us back into identities our mind has created about ourselves, And this has been the biggest struggle for me in Sydney. Not only did I return to Sydney after living overseas for uh, four years, but I also returned and lived in the same home that I lived in, that I lived in before I moved overseas four years ago. So I'd had all of this growth, all of this expansion, so much of my life had changed. When I lived in that home, I was still a lawyer. I had, I was still working in the corporate world and returning, I had set up this business that allowed me to live in the way that I wanted to live that had, I have a very different lifestyle. I have a very different understanding of myself. I have a very different perspective of my life and the world. So much has changed because my perspective has changed so much. And then here I was back in the same place I'd lived in. So it felt to me like, wow, I've changed so much, but it doesn't look like anything's changed because I'm back in this place that is reinforcing an old identity that feels so uh, foreign to me. 
And it was also difficult because I had this strong desire to experience something that I wasn't allowing myself to have. And it was beautiful to have that um, awareness and to have that trigger and conflict because that is what showed me that I had desires that I wasn't exploring or meeting. So I needed to have that contrast in order to see the desire and claim the desire for myself. And it also to explore the fact that there were desires that I'd had that I couldn't see because I was looking at my life through the lens of what my partner wanted and what was possible with my partner rather than looking at my life separately. So those new desires were, I was only starting to see them for the first time when I moved to Sydney and had that trigger and that contrast. And so that even though it took me then really a year to be able to go and act on them, that year was really, really important in allowing myself to uh, get to know myself uh, throughout, uh, without the lens of my relationship confining me. And then living and being the embodiment of those desires by traveling throughout 2021 and then going on this five-month journey overseas – allowed me to then see that when I follow my desires, even though I was called in a different direction to my partner, everything was okay. And I was meant to do this journey without him. So I did know the entire time that I was meant to go by myself, but I really fought that because I didn't want to. It felt so scary. And I had a program that if I traveled by myself, then that would mean the end of our relationship. I had a program that travel meant you can't have your family. It's one or the other. You're either choosing your family or you're choosing travel. And so what has been so incredibly beautiful and expansive for me on this trip is learning that, no, it's not either or. Either or is a choice that you make and you can have both. And it's been incredible to witness so many of the people that I've met actually in Mexico have been families, young families who have chosen to move to Mexico or move somewhere in the world uh, because they want to travel with a family. And so it doesn't need to be one or the other. So there's been that lens. And then there's been my own lens that the entire time we've been traveling, my partner and I have continued to be in contact. We speak like every day, almost every day. Uh, Sometimes with the time difference, it's a little hard. So when I'm available and Lou's available, I've been, you know, out in the evening and he's been at work. And so there have been the odd day here and there when we can't talk, but we always are in communication in some way. And so it's been beautiful to see how through me filling up my cup and through having that time apart, we've both been able to appreciate our relationship and what we've built together in a new way and through a new uh, angle. And equally, I've been able to explore myself and my identity through a new angle too. So there were many things that I had just decided this is what is true for me and this is who I am. And through this travel overseas, I've really been able to question them. For instance, even my assumptions about the places I've been to. So coming to Mexico, um, I don't know if this is the same for um, you listening, but for me, 
being someone from Australia, there is a lot of fear-based messaging about Mexico in um, in Australia, and it really feels like it's so far uh, removed from Australia. And Australia does tend to feel like that about the rest of the world because it is far in terms of distance, but there is this real um, protective sort of perspective that um, the media conveys to us in Australia. It's like, hey, here you're safe and everywhere else is like far away and scary. And Mexico is like one of the ultimate examples of that. So when I arrived in Puerto Vallarta, um, I was so scared and I feel really embarrassed to admit this, but I had done some research about how to like keep safe as a solo female traveler. And honestly, that research uh, was good in some ways to help me feel confident to, to make the trip, but also not useful in other ways because it gave me a totally unrealistic perspective of where I was going so that when I stepped out, I was really scared um, and thinking about all of the worst case things that could happen rather than just allowing myself to experience where I was with my own experience. So what I've learned is to not do that again and to really like do some research possibly just on general things that really work no matter where you are. Um, as a solo female traveler, like really making sure you're aware of your surroundings, knowing how you're going to get transport from the airport is really helpful because in different places, like some taxi taxis are like not an actual company and are not registered. And so that can be really dangerous to go in one by yourself. So researching things like that, like when I get to the airport, what is going to happen and where am I going to go from there um, is really, really helpful. Any common scams can be helpful too, just so that you're aware of that. But going beyond that, I would really just not dive into it because that just gave me like a lens to look at the world that was one of fear. And having come back here three times, so every time you go to Sayulita, you got to go to Puerto Vallarta Airport and then you get a car and or there's a bus as well. Um, and every single time I've come back since then, I've just laughed because my experience has been so different and it's been actually hilarious to me how scared I was to go to Puerto Vallarta because it's totally was not the truth. It's so safe. And I was, um, I, and my experience therefore was so different because I've been able to shift my perception. So it's such a beautiful reminder for the rest of our life, right? Like the way we look at the world is the experience that we're going to have of it. And at any moment you can choose to feel safe. You can choose to feel abundant. You can choose to feel secure. You can choose to tell yourself you're in the right place. And so you're experience is going to be totally different. So that is something that I learned about myself. And I also learned that things like, for instance, and many of you know, I um, I gave up alcohol for many years and I have since coming back to Sydney have had a been navigating my relationship with alcohol. What do I want it to mean? Do I want to be someone who drinks occasionally? Do I not want to have alcohol in my life at all? Do I want to be someone who just drinks whenever they want to. And I'd really made that mean so many things about myself, like each of those options. So in Australia, I was going through really exploring all of that. What do I want my relationship with alcohol to be now? And 
coming to Mexico, I decided to simply let go of all of these identities and alcohol is just one example of that and instead simply respond to what my body was wanting and desiring in the moment. So one of the things I have done is allowed my desires to create my relationship with alcohol. And so I have done things like, for instance, I don't usually drink uh, tequila or spirits, but I have had and enjoyed fresh fruit margaritas while I've been here and really enjoyed having a margarita here and there. And I've also really enjoyed um, when I've had delicious, good quality wine to be able to enjoy, I have allowed myself to have that and I've enjoyed it. And when I haven't wanted to drink, I haven't drank. So I've allowed myself just to, without trying to create an identity around my relationship with alcohol, just to enjoy it. So there have been many weeks where I haven't had any alcohol. There have been weeks where I have, and it's been beautiful to allow myself to let my body and my desires lead me, which is great as a manifesting generator, rather than um, judging myself for any option that I was choosing and also confining myself to an identity. And so this has been the same with invitations I've received to for different experiences. Instead of going to a place and being like, these are all the things that I want to do from a mental perspective, I've just allowed myself to flow in each place and allowed myself to respond to my desires in each place and the invitations that I'm receiving. So that's led me to making a ma- like incredible flow in terms of the friends that I've made while I've been away. It's also led me to amazing uh, places that I've chosen to travel. I've gone to visit clients in certain um, cities, you know, in the US. I've been to London. Um, I've been to different places in Mexico and uh, I've gone on road trips by myself. Like all of this has allowed myself to explore myself from a new angle and also to build really incredible confidence because I'm no longer um, confining myself to an identity. Instead, I'm just experiencing life. And it's been so, so, so freeing, so liberating in so many ways. Now, I do want to say in terms of alcohol, I still believe everything that I learned through my journey of quitting alcohol for years. I still believe, uh, and I think it's not just alcohol, we do this with so many things, food, with Netflix, with um, shopping, like We use these things to give ourselves pleasure and that is not what makes our life pleasurable. And with alcohol, we do need to be extra careful because the thing that actually um, when you have a hangover, for instance, or you're back out in the world and you're just experiencing the reality of the world without the kick that alcohol gives you, you can then become reliant on alcohol. And so I do believe just like sugar, for instance, or carbs or um, Netflix, anything that does that, we do need to be conscious and aware of the impact that is having on our desire for that particular thing in our life. So having regular breaks and feeling like I'm in control of my relationship with that particular thing is something that is important to me. I do want to be mindful about that. But what's beautiful is I really feel like I'm in a place in my life where I can trust myself around anything. I can trust myself around the Netflix. I can trust myself around the food. I can trust myself around the alcohol. I can trust myself around the shopping. Like I don't 
put myself over my edge where I go into that being a habit anymore. And I just trust myself to do that. And it's such, it's a totally different relationship. I've been speaking a lot about food with some of my friends here who like me have had um, a relationship with food that's occupied a lot of thought. And it was amazing for me to see that I didn't need to control what I was eating anymore because I have that control through the trust I have in myself. So I never was thinking about, oh, I've eaten too much of this food and I should avoid this food. I've just literally allowed myself to have what I want. And it's been so incredibly freeing on so many levels. Oh my gosh. I just hope that everybody can have this same relationship with their food because we really think way too much about it. And again, this doesn't mean that I'm going out and choosing to eat things that I know are really unhealthy. But if I do eat something that is unhealthy, I don't make a story around it. I still choose high quality ingredients. I still choose to eat things that I know that my body needs and wants and craves and really thrives upon. Uh, And I still go to high quality organic stores. I'm always going to be choosing those sorts of foods. And I'm very aware of like what has happened for this to come on my plate. And um, I am allow myself to eat outside of that, knowing that it's not going to impact my body in any negative way, because I trust myself to go to the things that really support me. So I want to share that perspective, because that's something I've really seen through this experience of traveling on this occasion. And the synchronicities that happen when you're traveling are just... <laughs> mind-blowing, magical, incredible. And this is one of the reasons why I love Salulita so much. It has that vortex energy where you just are swept into the energy of here and all the people you're meant to meet, you meet, you'll just pass them crossing in the street, end up having a wonderful conversation that's really meaningful and deep. And I can have that experience every single day. It's so, 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 so beautiful. So I love that travel also brings you the people that you're meant to meet and the conversations you're meant to have. Now, of course, this is happening all the time in our life. The reason I feel like I find it more pronounced when I'm traveling is just that I'm like out and about and more open anyway, because I'm not in my usual routine and identity triggers in the usual environment that I'm in. So I just feel that travel opens all of our energy up, which then has a beautiful flow on effect into our businesses too, which I'll get to in a moment. First, I want to circle back to the confidence piece because I have transformed in terms of my confidence. I thought I was a confident person in many ways and then I knew there was confidence to work on in other ways as we all always have. However, how I feel in terms of my relationship with confidence holistically at the beginning before I left to go to Mexico compared with now is night and day. I am so much more confident because of the experiences I've had on my own than I ever could have been had uh, Lou been with me. So it's just like the small micro things on a day-to-day, like everything that happens in the process of actually getting yourself, your body from one place to another, everything that happens as you navigate like Uh, speaking in another language and conversations going through immigration or customs and uh, 
try to get into your apartment or something going wrong in your apartment, um, <laughs> doing a road trip and driving on the other side of the road in someone else's car in another country, going through a national park, and then you um, pull over and then your steering wheel is locked and you're by yourself and you've not seen a car for an hour. <laughs> and then you need to work out what to do, like which is one experience I had. And by the way, I just decided that a car would come and within two minutes it did come. <laughs> so I was able to get someone to help me. I decided I was safe, so I was safe. And so go- going through those sorts of experiences and also uh, choosing to have and give myself the experiences in their fullness that I wanted and not minimizing them because I was on my own, which is something a lot of us do. I often hear my friends say, oh, because I'm only cooking for one, I just like feed myself something that's like not really good. That is definitely not how I would do it. And it's not how I do it. I like always go to the luxe life with myself. I will take myself out to a nice restaurant. I will cook something really amazing for myself. I'll cook like a whole three course meal and really just like treat myself well because like, like this is your life. This is you. This is your body. This is who you're like experiencing your life through. Treat that person with kindness. So when I went on my road trip, I stopped at all these places. I decided to like upgrade to have a cabin with a jacuzzi because I was like, when on earth? Like I've never had the opportunity to stay in a cabin that has a jacuzzi inside it. So why would I not get that just because I'm alone? So it was really, really, really beautiful to have all of these experiences and see that I was okay, see that I was safe wherever I went. Um, and that allowed me to feel so much more confident in other areas of my life, like engaging with new people and then therefore feeling even more confident engaging with new people in my business. It's we can carry confidence in one area of life to confidence in other areas of our life. Uh, I feel more confident with my body. I love (laughs) over here in Salulita, it was just so hot and humid when I first arrived. So I was constantly sweating and You know, you just couldn't, the same clothes that I'd normally wear, I couldn't wear here. So that allowed also a new opening in terms of the identity around what you wear. I've bought, you know, I've been wanting, feeling a shift in my style for a while. And I've been kind of feeling into that since the start of the year, choosing a more neutral palette and really enjoying that. But here in Salulita, I got to bring in some colors and bring in some new um, styles of clothes. And I really love these like short crop top uh, clothes now. And it's just been such a beautiful opportunity to re-explore myself. And honestly, this is what life is about. It's about peeling back the layers of yourself, getting to know yourself better and knowing that the it's not about knowing yourself completely, right? Like the journey of life is to know ourselves. So there's always going to be more layers and every person we meet, every conversation we have, every experience we have, every emotion that we get to feel gives us a lens to get to know ourselves more, which is so fulfilling. So travel helped me improve my confidence immensely and I really feel like it should kind of be an initiation for us all and especially for for women because, well, I notice even – if I wasn't traveling uh, with my partner, I might be traveling with friends. And so I would, I revert naturally to asking my friends, what do you think we should do here? And sort of 
asking other people what we should do instead of myself. And so not having Lou and not having my friends with me when I'm in that getting from A to B piece and then maybe being in a place where I was by myself, I wasn't able to ask. So I just had to ask myself and then show myself that I could do it. And that's what confidence is. It's the actual doing of the thing. That's what helps you build your confidence. So nothing can replace that. Like no matter how many people you ask and get permission from, nothing's going to give you the confidence like actually just doing it for yourself and realizing, oh, it actually doesn't matter (laughs) so much which pathway I choose or what decision I make. All that matters is that like I trust myself to make a decision and I make it and then I follow through and I experience that and I realize that I'm okay no matter what. So that is was a huge lesson for myself here and it's been such a gift. Now, in terms of my business, having this new um, opportunity to look at myself differently also gave me the same opportunity in my business. And my business has expanded uh, more than it's ever expanded before through this whole process of travel. And, you know, you could expect the opposite to happen in some ways because some people, I do hear their experience. They travel and they feel very distracted by what's here when they're traveling. But I had a different experience. For me, uh, travel really allowed me to expand my business because it allowed me to re-navigate and approach my relationship with my business, which allowed me to implement better boundaries that support me in the now. Um because I guess that's what it's about. Travel allowed me to have presence with myself now. So it allowed me to look at who am I really now today? And this is what we don't do enough as people. We don't check in enough with who we are right now. Yes, I desired this in the past, but do I desire it now? Yes, my body was lit up by this thing in the past, but is it lit up now? And so um, being out of a usual environment, you are you can't go into those un- unconscious or subconscious uh, routines and uh, programming that we have so easily. So you do need to be making more conscious decisions for yourself and that helps you to really uh, bring that presence and, and get to know yourself even more. So with my business, I was able to look at it with a fresh perspective. Uh, I really wanted to enjoy my time in all the places that I'm in. And I also wanted to continue obviously showing up for my business and uh, holding my business. So for me, it was about navigating those boundaries with myself and with the business. And I really found that the more I focused on allowing myself to be really present with where I was and allowing my body to lead me with what uh, parameters I wanted around my work schedule that would allow me to really um, sink in to the place that I was in. So for instance, maybe in Mexico, things tend to run later. So that means I get up later. That means that my working hours might change. Um, I might also be more fluid with my working hours and like doing a little bit of work here and then going out and doing something and then doing a little bit of work here and then going out and doing something. And so that was really beautiful to just get to know like in each place that I've been in and all the places I've traveled, what does that Uh, relationship with my business look like? And that opened up new possibilities that I can take back for when I go to Sydney, right? It also allowed me to see that my greatest priority is my 
own enjoyment of where I am. So that is my top priority, including looking after my body. And the more I do that, the more I allow myself to show up in my sparkly energy, which allows me to give so much more. And uh, the more I'm able to be present. And I know that it's my presence that is the value that I provide my clients because that's where all the magic happens. That's where I know what to ask. That's where I can really see my client and where whatever that gap is in um, in their mindset and their thinking and I'm able to help guide them to themselves and their own answers in a more powerful way. But it's really just my presence that's required and what allows me to be presence is really present is really looking after myself. So that's been really, really beautiful to see and understand that in a deeper way. And I've also had so many great ideas while I've been here, so many downloads because I've given myself the gift of an environment that lights me up and that I can respond to. So I had the download while I was here in Salulita on my six-week vacation. I received the download to change my programs up in 2020 two to 12 month programs. And that at first was going to be just with the mistress mind. I really wanted to attract people who wanted to sign up for an entire year, who really wanted to go super, super deep um, in their business growth and leadership. And so I wanted to have the container reflect that um, in terms of the kind of person that we're attracting into that container. And then later in my travels, I received the full clarity on Validated, my 12-month group program for coaches and healers who are ready to validate a signature offer for their business. This is my program where I help um, new business owners or people who have been in business for a while who haven't had a validated offer before. I help them build up one offer in their business to 10K, which they can then go on to grow and scale. And because so many people in the community were telling me they do not have that and they haven't had one of those before, I knew that this was an area that we really needed to support our industry with. So Validated was born through this new environment through the gift of travel as well, because I was able to really uh, give myself the perspective and space to see this new possibility. And then to also build my team in a way that allows me to run validated, uh, because I don't like to have a million offers, right? And thankfully, at this point in my business, I'm in a position where I can bring on more support so that I can have more offers. But still, I want to be very, very like streamlined with what I'm actually offering. So for me, this was a big thing to bring on this new offer. It required a lot of thought, a lot of care and time to to start delivering it. And so uh, Validated has been such a beautiful offering. I'm so glad that we've done it and that I don't know if that would have come through had I not gone on this trip. So that's been really awesome too. And then equally I've had in terms of the um, sales and revenue in my business, we've had our biggest revenue months. We've had our biggest sales months. Most recently in November, we brought in $150,000 in sales just in that month alone. And, um, and it, And I have no doubt that this is because of the way my energy has been able to open up and find new perspectives and solutions that allows me to hold this level of business. We've hired more people in our team. We've now got three people who are permanently on the team. And then we've also started hiring support coaches to help us fulfill 
and support all of our programs. So that's super cool because I'm hiring people who are my clients and we're able to give them work as a coach that they otherwise would need to do their own marketing and sales uh, to, to do, which is super, super cool. It's kind of the dream, right? So I'm so, so proud of everything that's happened in the business since I've been on this holiday and it's really just allowed me to have way more abundance while I've been away. And I should also say that, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Salulita, I've spent a lot of time in the US, in New York, in Seattle, um, in Portland, and then also in London. And none of these places are cheap in terms of the cost of living. So in terms of my expenses, I have been paying about the same amount in terms of my accommodation expenses and living expenses as I was paying in Sydney. Actually, in fact, I'm paying more because now I've got flights and uh, I'm not, you know, splitting that with my partner. So my expenses have increased and my expenses have increased in terms of the expansion in my business, new team members, um, up-leveled coaching support, like all sorts of things. (laughs) And I've just continued to make more and more and more and more money. I've continued to have more and more and more fun. So most times the people people come through to work with me when I'm just out having fun, which is why during uh, July and August when we had so many people signing up for the season two of our Mistress Mind for 2021, we ended up having a huge uh, revenue month in August because People were responding to my energy, which was I was in this new environment, I was having fun, I was on holidays, and that allowed inspiration to come through and for people to connect and see me. And it's been the same in with this current launch we've been doing with Holistic Business Month as we've been enrolling into all of our programs, Validated. When you sign up for Validated, you get immediate access to the program and immediate support. Uh, Those of you who have been enrolling um, into the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, which begins in January of 2022, um, we have been enrolling people for 2022. So all of this has been happening um, over the month of November and still into December. And it's all a, a response to my energy, the way that I'm filling my cup up too. And that is really, really beautiful to see. So I am excited to bring all of this into my life in Sydney and into anywhere that I choose to live. Um, something else I've really loved about Salulita is that it has this like small conscious community. It's really easy to make connections and friendships here and go out and be able to do things with people. So for instance, I might have a day where I've got some calls on, but then I could meet up with someone for lunch really easily or meet up with someone for dinner really easily or go to my local yoga studio and see 20 people that I know. I love this so much. And so the question I'm asking myself is how can I bring this same sense of community back to somewhere like Sydney or or wherever I choose to live next. And, you know, it's great because you don't need to drive anywhere here. You you can walk everywhere easily or people drive around in golf carts. And so I'm just asking myself in wherever I choose next, I want it to have that same sense of uh, community within walking distance that's really close to me. I don't need to go drive for 40 minutes across the city to go meet up with a friend. You know, it can be something that can be uh, really, really simple and easy. And that's really important to me in my lifestyle. So we'll see what happens when we get to Sydney, but I wouldn't have all of this awareness if I hadn't 
had this experience for myself. And the only reason that I feel ready to go back to Sydney and to have this new experience and to um, settle down more, which is what people keep saying to me, but really it's just I'm setting up a home and I'm choosing somewhere to live on a more long-term basis for now, but who knows what will happen. Uh, I am only in a position to do this because I gave myself this experience. So sometimes we think that what we're committing to is like changing everything for the rest of our life, but maybe it's just changing things for a while, which was the case for me. Like I had a whole year of traveling and now I'm done with the travel in in this way. I will still be traveling forever. I'm always a traveler and I'll be probably coming back to Sayulita quite regularly, probably going to Bali quite regularly because I love those places and doing a trip to Europe here and there, I will still be traveling, but I will have a base because that is what really works for me. And who knows, maybe that will change in the future. And that's a beautiful thing because as a manifesting generator, our desires change, right? They change quickly. And it's not that we need to then burn down everything we knew about ourselves because we have a different desire in the now, we build on. We've had that experience so we can share it with people and then we allow ourselves to have a new experience and then we can share that with people and that is what I'm here to do. And that's been really, really beautiful to see in a more powerful way. So major lessons from this travel include really learning that we're called to experiences for reasons different to what we anticipate. And the only way to understand why we're called to an experience is to follow the call and have the experience. And then you can tell us all about it after, like, what did you learn from it? And that's why I love the podcast. and I love doing these life updates with you all, because really my uh, gift to you all is my my life is what I learned through living my life, the realizations I have. And that is really our gift to each other, our own life experience and what we're learning along the way. And we need to be able to experience to know. Sometimes we don't know what we want until we experience what we want. So sometimes we're called to experience something specific, not so that we can have that thing forever, but so that we can know more clearly what we do want as well. And really importantly, I think the grandest message from this whole episode is to not make an identity out of your desires. Your desires will change. Whether you're a manifesting generator or not, we're all going to have new desires, new experiences that we're called to. So don't attach a mental identity to those desires. Let yourself uh, experience the desire, follow it, and then tune in and ask yourself, is this still something that I still desire? Uh, Where do I want to be in six months' time? And is the way I'm living now in alignment with that or is this now calling me to to realign? And don't make it a problem. Nothing is a waste. You only get here because you were there. And then where you are next is going to be somewhere that's old news in the future and that is going to lead you to wherever you're going after that. So it's just one step at a time. So finally, allow yourself to change your mind. Allow yourself to be so open to the possibilities that you could decide and tell everybody that you would never, ever live back in Sydney and be so sure of that. And then be so okay when you ultimately decide you want to go back. Allow yourself to change your mind. 
I know sometimes it upsets the equilibrium in terms of how other people understand and relate to us, but just keep people on their toes, right? <laughs> it's cool. They'll catch up they'll catch up to speed. They just need you to like be honest about who you are and what you desire and what you're doing now. And when you do that and you do it with confidence and you don't uh, try to dim where you're being called and what you're doing and how vibrant your life is, people get up, they catch up to speed with the program quite quickly. And so that's what I really feel we're here to help people see. It's that we can have a really rich, abundant life, which can include the Um, variety of our experiences we're willing to have too. So there you go, my beautiful friends. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Lots of thoughts, realizations, uh, lessons that I've had on this journey. I'm really, really excited for this next chapter of my life. Uh, I'm excited to set up a home. I'm excited to decorate. I'm excited to get creative and really feeling called to Uh, doing some more art, maybe learning how to play the drums because I'm now uh, obsessed with watching people play the drums. So I'm thinking about finding some lessons and then doing that. I'm excited to let you know how my wedding uh, ritual uh, unfolds and what I learned through that experience. I'm excited to see how my body responds when I'm in Sydney. I'm excited to see if I do end up in Sydney, even though it's only four days away until I'm leaving. I'm excited to see my family. I'm excited for the end of the year. I'm excited for this next volume of my life and for all of your lives. And I'm excited to just keep sharing with you all and to to be here um, along this journey of life together. I love you all so much. And it's been so beautiful to chat with you all today. If you would love to validate a signature offer for your business, make sure you come and join us over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash validated. If you've never validated a signature offer for your business to 10K, I recommend this program for you highly. And if you've already got a validated offer in your business or you've built a business before and validated an offer to 10K, then I uh, invite you to come and join us in the Holistic Business Mistress Mind. This is my high-level mastermind for existing business owners who are ready to grow into next-level leadership and also to create your pathway to your six-figure and beyond business. So if you're already powerfully leading and showing up in your business, then you're the kind of person we want in this program. You'll be surrounded by other people who are operating at that same incredible level and you'll be able to have not only me on your team for an entire year, but also all of the other people in our amazing Mistress Mind. So you can apply. There are still some places left uh, for our 2022 Mistress Mind. We will be closing applications soon uh, or as soon as we've got all of our places full. So all you need to do is go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Mistress Mind. You'll then pop your name on the wait list. You'll then receive an email from me. So make sure you keep an eye out. Check your spam folder because who knows what all those (laughs) email providers do. Check your spam box and just you'll see an invitation from me with all of the details for the Mistress Mind as well as a link to apply. Um, And I'm really, really excited to read your application there. I've loved reading through all the applications we've had so far. 
And then finally, if you're scaling your business to multiple six figures and you've already um, got a six-figure business or you're close to that, you can join us in our Holistic Business Council, which is my new (laughs) mastermind for those of you who are already um, operating at that level and now you're ready to expand and scale your business. So if you want to know more about the council, just send me an email at Letitia at LetitiaRinge.com and I'll send you some more details and we will be starting that mastermind in January 2022 as well. So I will be enrolling over the next week or so before I head off on leave for another month, which I'm so excited about. Finally, I need to make sure that I let everybody know about my Create Your Beautiful Year workbook. At the end of the year, every year I take myself through a beautiful workbook process that I designed and created myself over many years. And I love this process so much. It's a way to reflect on the year and then build a vision for the next year that I'm stepping into. And I absolutely love this process. You can do it whenever you want to. I like to do it in December. There are 31 exercises. Usually I take myself through one exercise a day throughout December, but this year I'm going to do it over a couple of weekends or a couple of days and just knock it all off in a really like short time frame because that's what I'm feeling like doing this year. So if you would love to join me with this process and you'd love to ask yourself some really powerful questions to be able to access all of the answers that are inside of you and also to be able to like do what I'm doing here and realize like what are all the things that you've learned about yourself throughout the year? What experiences have you had? Like this is exactly what the workbook's designed for and it's so much fun. So you can find that over on my shop under the shop section of my website, which you can go to at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash shop. You'll then see create your beautiful year and you can um, sign up for that and then you'll receive immediate access. So my beautiful friends, thank you once again. If you'd love to keep up the conversation, then please take a screenshot of you listening to the episode. Let me know what really resonated for you and let's keep this conversation going over on Instagram at LetitiaRinge. All right, everybody, you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you again soon. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharinj.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.